The following shear has been presented by Dayan Yehoinesen David Hul, Dayan for the Bey Savad in Yerushalayim, and is brought to you by the Bey Savad Halacha Center. Meseches Bavakama has been graciously dedicated by Reb Tzvi Reisman and family, Le'iloy Nishmas, his esteemed father, Harav Yehoshua Heschel Reisman, Zecher Tzadik Levracha. May the Torah studied through this volume be an Eloi to his neshama. Bavakama, if someone takes, steals something, and someone else comes along and steals it from him, or takes it from him and destroys it, then both are equally responsible for the entire Geneva. And therefore the owner can either go to the first one or to the second one, whichever is more convenient for him, whichever he prefers, and demand all of the money. What would happen if two people stole together? This was a shayla that was asked in our Beis Hurrah. A man came to the Beis Hurrah and he said that some years ago, I, together with my friend, went into a warehouse and stole two doors together. They were both heavy, we picked them both up and walked out with them while the owner wasn't looking. And then afterwards, we split them, we took one each. Now, some years later, I have done Teshuva, and I want to pay back the value of the door that I stole. However, my friend who stole together with me has not yet done Teshuva, and he's not interested in paying back anything. My question is, do I have to pay only for the door that I took afterwards, or am I responsible also for my friend's part in the Geneva, seeing as we both stole it together? That was the man's question. Well, that's clear that if our friend who's done the shuffle was the one who actually stole by himself, and then only afterwards split the Geneva into two, then for sure he is responsible for everything, because he was the one who stole it. The fact that he split the goods afterwards between him and his friend doesn't make a difference. Since he stole both things, he would be obligated to pay the entire sum. However, in our case, he didn't steal by himself. He stole together with somebody else. They both picked up the, the objects they wanted to steal and walked out with them together. So actually, it's Shutfim Shagonvu. It's two people who stole together. Shutfim Shagonvu are for sure Chayev. That's a Gemara in Boba Metzir. Which says that uh, and Tosfos and most Rishonim there explain that it's talking about where two people together stole a stolen object. They both picked it up together, walked out with it. So we know for sure that they're chayav. Our question is: Is each one chayav for the other one's chelik, the other one's portion in the geneva, or is he only responsible for half? So the question was originally asked a number of times, to, for, for example, to the Chavaz and to the Shrus and the Chassam Sofer. Now, the Chavaz says that there would be Mokim to be Machayev, the one Shutuf in the Geneva, even on the Chelik which his friend stole, from a Gomorrah earlier in Baba Kama, Daf Nun Gimel Omadalef. The Gomorrah there says, Shur Tam Shedochav Shur Lebur. There was a man, Ruven, who owned a Shertam, which we know, if he does any damage, only pays Chatzinesek, and his Ruven's Shur pushed another Shur, someone else's Shur, into a burr, into a pit which had been dug by Shimon. And the 
Shor, which fell in, was killed. So our question now is, how much does each one have to pay? Reuven, whose Shor Tam pushed the Shor, he contributed to the damage. At the same time, Shimon, who dug the pore, who dug the pit, also contributed to the damage. Well, in theory, we would split it half-half, each one would pay half the damage. However, the Shuratam only pays half anyway. So, in fact, the owner of the Shuratam, Ruven, would only have to pay a quarter. A half of the damage which he did, since he only did half the damage, he only has to pay half of a half, which is a quarter. Now, one would have thought that that would leave Shimon paying a, a, a half because his borough, his pit, did the other half, and the owner would end up with only getting three quarters of the payment. However, Rabbi Nossen, the Tana Rabbi Nossen says, if you have a case where two people do damage together and for some reason you can't get money from one then the other one has to pay the, the extra so in our case since the Shertan only pays a quarter because he only pays a half of a half the Balabur, the man who dug the pit will end up paying actually three quarters because he has to pay any, any of the extra money which the first person is not paying now there is however a machlokus rishonim brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, where the Shulchan Aruch discusses what would it be in the case where two people did that were responsible for damage, but the reason why we cannot claim the entire half from one of them is not because he has a halachic ptor, a halachic dispensation. For example, he's a shertam who only pays half the damages, but rather he is someone who simply doesn't have any money or has money but he's difficult to get the money from or he's run away do we say in such a case as well and therefore the other person has to pay the entire amount or do we say no Ramnosan's rule if you can't get all the money from one then you can get all the money from the other is only talking about a case where the one who's not paying has a halachic patur for it Al-Pi doesn't have to pay then al the other one doesn't have to pay but if al does have to pay it's just that he doesn't have any money or he's run away then there's a machlokis who's showing him whether the other person has to pay the entire amount the Shogunov breaks down both opinions, but the Shach Paskins and the Ikhra is like the second opinion that in such a case the other person only has to pay a half. So if you have two people who did damage and one of them run together and one of them runs away or he doesn't have any money, then the other person only has to pay half. And therefore, in the case with two people stole together, since only one, each one did half of the stealing, so each one would have to pay half. In the event that one ran away, or in a case like ours, while well, one of them did teshuva, we will not be able to mechayev the other one who has done teshuva and wants to pay for more than half. So he'd have to pay half of the theft, and the other half, we'd have to wait until we can catch the other person and make him pay. And so seems to be the conclusion of the Chavaz Yoy. However, the Svush Yaakov, who quotes the Chavaz Yoy, at first agrees with him, and in fact, he even seems to bring a proof from a Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi, at the beginning of our Perik, the beginning of Agar Machel, brings a Tesefta which says, Haganovim Shabol Bemachteres. Ganovim who came together, a group of them, also Teshuva, and then afterwards they did Teshuva, Chayavim Lahachse, obviously you have to give everything back. Also, Echbem Teshuva, if only one of them did Teshuva, Chayav Lahachse is Shaloi. He only has to give back what he stole and not what everybody else stole. 
So this seems to be a Mephoshi Yerushalmi in exactly the same case as our case, where what two, a group of people stole something together, only one of them has done to Shula, and Yerushalmi quoted in the Tosef, that the one who has done to Shula only has to pay his half and doesn't have to pay the other half which his friend stole. However, the Shavosh Yaakov says, I think that there's a different reason why we can be Mechaev, the one who's doing Teshuvah, or the one we've caught, with the entire theft, even if the other ones run away. And that is Midin Orev. Orev means a guarantor. If someone wants to take a loan from somebody else, sometimes the Malva, the one who's giving out the loan, says, I only want to give a loan if you bring me a guarantor. If you have someone sign Aravos, an Orev, a guarantor, who will sign, then in the event that you default upon the payment, he'll pay instead. Now, Hilchus Orev in Halacha doesn't only apply to someone who defaults on a loan. There can be other cases as well. For example, Shnaim Shelovu, two people who borrowed together money at the same time. This is Halacha that the Shulchan Aruch brings down. So, in Ayn Zayn, Shnaim Shelovu Keechod, Oh Shefkidu Keechod, Oh Shelovu Mekakechod, Shnaim Arivim Zerozer. Two people who borrowed money together, a sum of for argument's sake, a hundred dollars. The two people borrowed together from one per one malve. Then, in theory, each one's only borrowed fifty dollars. However, each one is an orave to the other one. Each one is not only a borrower, but he's a guarantor for his friend's portion in the loan as well. And therefore, if one of them defaults on the loan, the malve can go and claim the entire hundred dollars not only $50, but the entire $100 from the other person. He can say, half of it I'm taking because you borrowed half of the money, and the other half because you are an orev, you're a guarantor for your friend. So, says the Shavosh Yaakov, would apply in our case as well. If two people stole something together, not only is each one responsible for half of the theft, because he did half of the theft, but he's also automatically a guarantor for his friend who joined him in the miser, in the act of of theft, and therefore, if the owner catches or even only one of them, he would have to pay everything. Half because he's stole, and the other half because he's an automatic orev guarantor for the other, for his friend who joined him in the, in the theft. And the Shavuos Yaakov, in a later edition of, of his Shavuos Yaakov, brings a proof to this from a Medrash in Parshas Vayeshev, when it says, after the brothers had sold Yosef, Vayered Yehuda, the positive says, Yehuda went down from amongst his brothers, they split up the brothers. So the Medrash says, Omar, Yehuda said to his brothers, let's split up and go in different directions. If we're all together as a group, then the debt upon us that we have sold our brother can be claimed against us. But if we split into different, if we split up and each one go our own way, then we can't be gathered together as a group then there will be no tevi against us for selling Yosef. said, It won't help you to split up. If ten people did a Geneva together, and one of them gets caught, does he not have to pay for all of the others as well? And therefore, even though Yehuda split up from the rest of his brothers, he was punished by Akadosh Baruch Hu for the Maisa of the Mechir of Yosef as the Pasha continues with the whole Maisa of Tomo. So we see, says the Shavosh Yankov, from this Medrash, that Akadosh Baruch Hu seems to have said to the brothers that if a group of people do a Maisa Geneva, do a theft, and one of them is caught, 
then he has to pay not only for his portion, but he has to pay for every part of the Geneva. Says the Swish Yaakov, what will we do with the Yerushalmi, which I quoted earlier, which seems to say, like the Chavis Yoyah, that if a group of people pay and one of them does Teshuvah, then the others, then he doesn't have to pay for the, for the Chalik of the others. He says, that's talking about a special Takona, a Takona Sashovin. There the Yerushalmi explicitly said, we're talking about one of them who came and did Teshuvah. If he came and did Teshuvah, then although he has to pay his part in the loan, we will let him off the other part of the loan, which he's only responsible as a guarantor, since he's come to do Teshuvah. If we catch him, we'll make him pay his own half, and we'll make him pay the other half as well, because he's a guarantor, he's an orev for, the, for his friend, who also has stole. However, if he comes of his own accord to do Teshuvah, we'll make a special Takona in order to encourage him to do Teshuvah, and we'll say we're only Mechayev him on his Chalik, we're not Mechayev him on the other part, on his friend's part, which is only Chayev as a guarantor. So the Shvizyakov concludes that if a group of people steal and we catch one of them, then we can be actually be Mechayev that person to pay the entire Geneva, because he's an Orev for the entire Geneva. However, if he comes of his own accord to do Teshuvah, then we'd only make him Chayev his part, and we won't make him chayav his friend's part as well. The Atos Tzvi, in a tshuva at the end of the Sefer, on Simon Shim Memchez, brings the Shuz Yaakov, but he disagrees with him. And he says that the whole halacha of Orev, of being automatic guarantor, does not apply in the case of two people who stole. He says, why is it the Shulchan Aruch says that two people who borrow money together are automatically guarantors for each other's debt? So the reason behind it is explained there. That is because when the Malve, the person who lends the money out, gives the money to two people, he sees two people in front of him and he says, we can automatically assume that since you're both borrowing the money together, each one of you is agreeing that you're going to be a guarantor for the other. So since the Malve is involved in the, in, in the loan, the, the, man who, the lender is actually present and he sees the two people in front of him, he can say afterwards, it's clear to all of us that since I'm giving money to both of you at the same time, I want each one of you to be uh, responsible for his own half and also to be responsible for his friend's half in the event that he runs away, since I'm giving you both the money together. Well, says that Terence Lee, that only applies in the case where we both borrow money together, or we both take a picodon together, or something like that. But if we both steal together, then the owner is not involved in the case at all, because he's not here. So we can't say the owner says, I expected you each to guarantee to me that you were responsible for the other half. But each one doesn't want to guarantee anything because they don't want to pay back even the bit they're taking now. Because we're talking about now, the moment of theft. At the moment of theft, they don't want to oblige themselves for anything. So if two people borrow money together at the same time from one malva, from one lender, then each one is responsible for his own half and he's automatically Mechaev himself to the malver to be a guarantor for the other half as well. But if two people steal money together, then we can't say that each one is obliging himself to be uh, a guarantor on the other person's half to the person they're stealing from. Because the person they're stealing from is not involved in the case at all, at the moment. He doesn't know anything about it. And therefore we cannot be Mechaev, one thief, for the chalik of the other thief. And therefore, to summarize, in our case, what would be the halacha? The man came before us and he says, I've done teshuva, I stole together with somebody else, do I have to pay only my half or the other half? Well, according to the Ateris, the Chassam Sofer, and the Chavis he's only responsible for his own half. Because 
we don't say unless the other one has a halachic p'tor in this case the other thief has not got a halachic p'tor it's just that he's not doing to Shavah and we don't know where he is or who he is and we can't get the money from him so in that case the one we have caught or the one who's come before us to do the Shavah only has to pay half and not the other half and even according to this Fushyakov who argues with them and says in the case of two people who steal if we catch one of them we can be Mechaev the other one we did Orev Mechaev has did Orev is an automatic guarantor for the other half that would not apply in our case because the Swiss Yaakov himself says it's clear from the Yerushalmi that if the thief who has come before us has come of his own uh, vol- volunteering in order to do Teshuva it's not that we've caught him but he's come to do Teshuva in that case we will only be having his half and we will put to him we will not demand that he pay the other half because the even according to the Shriyash he says there is a halach of Orethi and you have guaranteed that you will pay back even the half of your friend that only applies if we catch you but if you come and you do Teshuva of your own accord we will make you pay the half that you stole that's for sure you're responsible for that but since you're coming to do Teshuvah and we want to encourage that we will not obligate you with the chilek of the orev the chilek of the guarantor that you guarantee to pay your friends half as well so therefore in our case based on these achranim and these piske halachos we told the man who came before us to do Teshuvah that as long as he pays his half it, and, and, and asked Mechila from the owner for the fact that he stole it there's no need for him to pay the half of his friend who joined him in the, in, in the Geneva but obviously when his friend eventually does Teshuvah he will have to pay his own half as well The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havar Halacha Center To reach the Center for Halacha Consultation Service Educational Seminars or Media Please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the